This is Mission.org. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to Marketing Trends and the Leeds Art Week. The saying, cash is king, might have finally met its match in 2020. As more and more businesses and banks push their business toward e-commerce and digital transactions, the result is the further shunning of physical cash altogether. One CMO is hoping to cash in on that trend, if you will, by capitalizing on every single swipe of the credit card, thanks to a little help from AI. We thought, what if we would use AI technology embedded on our cards, so when you scan it, you'll get personalized offerings and content that will help customers to get offers faster and in one offline innovative space. That's Levin Gomshishvili, the CMO of Bank of Georgia, and his example of card-linked marketing is a look at how his marketing team hopes to stay ahead of the curve in 2021. On this episode of Marketing Trends, Levin details what else is on the table this year, including how his team works with the product development and sales teams to create winning products and strategies in order to meet the customers where they need them most. Plus, Levin discusses how marketers can stay ahead of the curve, even when their budgets might be cut. Enjoy this episode. Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you by Salesforce. We bring marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com slash marketing. Welcome to Marketing Trends. I'm Ian Faison, host of Marketing Trends, and today we are joined by a special guest, Levin. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? You know, it's a great day and excited to talk marketing, uh, excited to talk about all the cool stuff that you're doing at Bank of Georgia and your background. So let's get into it. How'd you get started in, in marketing in the first place? Um, so I've been working in marketing uh, probably from the time I was 15, uh, when I had my own esports team and I tried to attract sponsors for it. Uh, however, my biggest influence was uh, marketing communications class, uh, which I took in the University of Edinburgh. Uh, when I was doing my master's degree there, uh, Stephanie O'Donoghue, our, uh, who was our lecturer, showed the whole class the men who walked around the world, you know, starring uh, Robert Carlyle, uh, which is one shot, six minute storytelling masterpiece, if you ask me. So that's uh, when my fascination with marketing like really, really started. So after coming back to Georgia, I started to work at JWT. Uh, for some time. Uh, and me and my friends after that, we found a creative agency and uh, worked heavily with financial retail and other industries. Yeah. I mean, from, from esports uh, to, to banking seems like quite a, uh, quite a, quite a journey there. Really interesting one. Yeah. We'll, we'll all have to ask some, uh, some, some questions later on about uh, some of the parallels between esports and, and, and marketing um, sure. because uh, it, there's, there's, some some good fodder there, um, but so I, I'm curious, like what what is your role uh, as CMO? What are the responsibilities uh, for you? What uh, how do you think about marketing uh, for the Bank of Georgia? Yeah, so uh, like let me start from Bank of Georgia, and I'll I'll go to my responsibilities. So. Like, as I mentioned beforehand, like while working in my agency, I didn't really think about like switching the jobs. However, Bank of Georgia is well, one of the biggest Georgian companies employing over 5,000 people. And uh, like 
it's first to be listed, uh, publicly listed uh, company from Georgia on the London Stock Exchange. And I'm not going to go into the details of how like uh, the, all the different uh, innovative products over the years. And um, the thing is that um, what uh, really attracted me to uh, Bank of Georgia is that this bank serves over 2.5 million Georgians uh, under honorable and at the same time accountable name, right? Like, and we are a country of 3.5 million. Uh, and I don't think that any other brand probably like has as much uh, responsibility towards country and Georgians as Bank of Georgia has. Uh, so I'm here mainly while like, Bank of Georgia is here to help people uh, achieve more of their potential with like financial and non-financial products. And uh, to move towards the second part, uh, the responsibilities part, uh, when I moved here like little over a year ago, we were mainly focused on communications part of the marketing. And uh, we've been going through the transformation to work together with like businesses on sales, pricing, product development, etc. cetera, uh, while listening to customers and delivering a wide uh, scope of product services and offerings to them. So overall, my responsibility would be like for Bank of Georgia to be well uh, present uh, pretty much on every life stage one goes through uh, if they need us. Yeah. And so how, how does that, you know, work for, for a country that size? Um, you know, w- what are some of the things that you're thinking about in terms of, you know, building those financial products and marketing those to, to the people? Yeah. So... Um, a country uh, of this size uh, has obviously so many huge advantages in terms of like understanding uh, the uh, trends faster and reacting to them faster as well. So uh, we've been obviously looking at, we, we offer wide, a wide range of uh, products and services. So one of earliest product we have is a school card, which is like for school kids and their parents can pick up a debit card for them if they don't want to like give uh, pocket money like in cash right so like from that to uh, people over 60 and 70 we offer like wide range of products and services and obviously we research uh, what what their uh, needs are what their uh, wants are and what their interests are and we try to provide those products uh, coming from uh, from that side, like what interests them. So, you know, as CMO, how, what are, what are the types of, uh, of channels that, that you're looking at? What are you excited about? You know, how do you think about marketing uh, to, to your, to your customers and, and to prospects? So uh, like uh, how we think about marketing is probably uh, how we can bring value to, to our customers apart from like obviously with uh, product services and uh, like inspiring communication and uh, uh, like brand advertising, etc. So um, we are always testing different channels. However, we know that um, huge majority of uh, Georgians are present on, on, on Facebook. So that would be uh, one of our main channels uh, apart from like other uh, social media and we, we we actually cover pretty much every channel you can name uh, from offline to 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 online uh, however one of the main 
transformations for us was that we we switched pretty much uh, like every our communication from any offline channel this year to towards towards the online. So we've been testing, for example, TikTok. Uh, we've been testing like many different channels. As I mentioned, we have a wide uh, range of uh, customers in terms of age as well as interests. So yeah, we, we just want to uh, bring value to our customers to give them the products and services they they need, they want uh, in, in a manner that uh, will be like, really easy for them. Yeah. And, you know, previously in your career, you, you weren't in, in banking. So I'm curious, like, you know, how, how is it different, you know, coming into the role you've been there for, uh, yeah. you know, for, for a little while, um, what are some of the things that surprised you? You know, uh, like even I was not working, uh, in, in the banking, my, uh, our creative agency was working with financial, uh, institutions. So we, Actually, had a uh, had chance to work uh, with uh, one of Georgian banks for for a little over four years, and uh, Georgian banking uh, brand advertising is not uh, is something that you would see uh, in heavily dependable companies on the brand, right? On retail brands, etc. It's not like only product offerings. It's not like only performance marketing. So uh, overall, even though I was not working in the banking, I, I pretty much knew the, uh, the structure and so on. But the main thing is that uh, from probably from agency side and from just being a customer, you don't really understand how much like these people who work in banking think about their customers in terms of like everything they do. And uh, uh, one of the main surprises, even though it's, it may not sound as a surprise, is that uh, how customer experience in Bank of Georgia is something that uh, the company cherishes and wants to uh, get better at better at. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, you mentioned that you shifted all of your spend to digital. Why did you do that? Yeah. So obviously, apart from uh, apart from lockdown, we first of all needed to optimize our marketing spending. Like even though uh, that Bank of Georgia, as I mentioned, was and will be probably present in uh, like pretty much every channel from OOH to cinema to other and other uh, channels, we understood that. Uh, efficiently we could connect with our audience via digital channels. So with digital channels, we've been working on some uh, of our like own medias as well. And I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, uh, overall, we, we found some really interesting uh, uh, medias where we could uh, reach our customers more efficiently uh, and work on some innovative stuff that could turn into media as well. Yeah. So yeah. What are some of those innovative things? Yeah. So um, we were working on one product uh, for uh, over a year now. So the brief for us was that uh, uh, we held in our mind was to centralize offerings for different segments. And meanwhile, like second, absolutely separate uh, challenge was to 
redesign our debit and credit cards. And at one meeting, we, we merged those two and we understood that whatever the design will be for the, uh, for the card after two or three glances, you get used to it, right? Um, and uh, we thought, uh, what if we would use AR technology embedded on our cards? So when you'll scan it, uh, you'll get personalized offerings and content. We, we actually tested that uh, a couple of weeks ago and we were successful in the last tests and we'll be uh, presenting uh, cards with AR technology really soon to uh, all of our customers. And that will help customers to get uh, offers faster and in one offline innovative space as well as uh, on our side, we'll optimize our marketing spending on offer communication. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's really close to being launched. Yeah, so, you know, why, why is that a, a marketing purview? You know, like where does that sit kind of in that? Because like, you know, if you were to think of, you know, who would develop, a, you know, an AR technology, for example, or something like that, um, why is that something that, that you look at? So that, that's a great question. Basically, uh, as, as I mentioned, we, we don't have any boundaries in terms of uh, uh, marketing. Uh, and we, we just think about how to, what will be interesting for customer, right? So if uh, we are coming from that, falls into marketing category as well. Like it's not that uh, we, we created AR technology or something, but we've thought of... Uh, Thought of the way how to like merge the technology that already exists with the owned media that we already have and like come up with something uh, that is absolutely new. Walk me through kind of like how do you measure the success of something like this? Like, do you put KPIs towards this or like what does measuring look like? Yeah. So first off, uh, we <laughs> in in COVID times we looked uh, looked at. Uh, how how much spending would we need to do for to to develop something like this? But we understood that it it wasn't uh, it was uh, hardly any extra budget needed uh, for to develop this. But to switch on to the to the KPI side, yeah, we 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 will be tracking on what percentage of market will uh, get uh, cards with this functionality for uh, first of all in in a year. Uh, we'll try to understand um, how many times a uh, person scans the uh, card uh, in a week or in two weeks. Uh, and plus, what will be the engagement towards the offer uh, that was shown? We think that with personalized offerings and like relevant offerings, and that is something we basically always seek like to be relevant to our customers, I think, yeah, we know that we'll get them uh, some relevant offerings and relevant content there, uh, the engagement will be high enough. Yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like it's almost like a brand investment, you know, or something like that. Like, you know, I'm curious, like, are you are you trying to like line up press around it or is there is there other components to it? Yeah, sure. I, I think we'll, uh, even though we uh, in a way already announced that we will be doing it, uh, we'll obviously do uh, like 360 communication on on this, and obviously on the brand side, it is uh, something that um, will help us uh, in terms of to be perceived as more innovative, etc. But actually, uh, for us, it's uh, 
you know, it sounds fancy that you're like AR with cards. And that's why uh, we may think of this project as a purely brand project. But actually, uh, within the uh, Bank of Georgia, within our marketing team, we completely view it as a, uh, as a performance marketing service, you know, for our customers. So, yeah, on the, on the communication side, uh, we'll, we'll do like 360. We understand that it is something that uh, has never been done before in, in Georgia 100%, but we couldn't really find any working uh, examples of this uh, from any bank in the world. And I may be mistaken, but we've been extensively doing the research. So, yeah, I, I think it deserves to have like, huge communication, uh, but I think with clear KPIs in terms of performance, we'll be able to track uh, how this technology works with uh, our cards for our customers. You mentioned TikTok. Uh, what are you all doing with TikTok? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I actually, I mentioned our school card as well. <laughs> and I mentioned, I haven't mentioned, but we have a, we have a student card as well. Uh, and uh, those are like uh, two great products because um, it has the functionality of uh, basically having 50% off in public transportation. So even though uh, we are top of mind bank in all age groups in, in, bank of, in, in Georgia, we um, extensively are so in 18 to 24 year olds who tend to always explore new environments, places, interests, hobbies uh, in short sp uh, span of time, right? And it keeps us moving as well. So uh, we look at it uh, as a guide to provide better offerings uh, to them and uh, while measuring the level of interest and engagement from customer's point of view. So one of we understood that um, pretty much the only channel we haven't been on uh, that uh, that is like in a way popular for this age group was TikTok. So we are not like doing uh, bank stuff there. We actually we actually try to have uh, like we have a project called uh, the name of the project is Future Professions, and we are talking with uh, some YouTubers. We are talking with. Um, UX, uh, UX designers, et cetera, et cetera, with the, uh, the relatively new professions for, uh, for the country to uh, give our uh, student target and like school target awareness on, on, on the new professions and where they could drive their career towards. Yeah. So what do, how, how, do you, how do you build those relationships? What does that look like? Do you have someone on your team that manages that, uh, that sort of stuff? Or are, you getting, are you getting involved in the day-to-day -day there? So uh, I, uh, what I'm really lucky with is that I have a great team and uh, that team is uh, like, we have uh, brand managers for pretty much every segment, starting from like business to premium business, to uh, like youth, to uh, young professionals, to uh, family, uh, etc. So um, what we do is that we, we go through the strategy together um, and we, we do no strategy, tactical checkups on on uh, on the strategy where we are and uh, uh, all, all those models and how to get where we want to get and uh, and so on and so on every like pretty much three months. So it it depends on uh, how much I want to to be involved and uh, 
in in day to day stuff, but our like brand managers and uh, our marketers who are doing uh, incredible job uh, with uh, communicating with different segments, they 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 do that obviously on day to day basis. You know, those sort of things can just be so high visibility. You know, I'm just curious, like you know, how much of that stuff you you want to come to your to your decision making, and especially when you're talking about like you know brand advocates or you know people yeah. like that, depending on you know the type of celebrity or whatever. You know, I, I think that um, the worst thing that could happen to a marketer or to a brand is to lose relevance. So what we strive upon to is uh, the most important thing for us uh, when doing marketing for retail banking or whatever industry it is uh, for us is like pure relevance. So um, even though uh, like I don't really need to be involved in like day to day stuff, I really want to like understand how how the trends are changing and. I think my, uh, well, <laughs> I'd love to believe so that my team enjoys uh, me being around in terms of discussions uh, of that as well. Because, yeah, together, I think more uh, like smart people are around, more like better ideas come uh, to everyone. So, yeah, I, I think that I'm like, I'm balancing uh, not to micromanagement because I think that. Uh, just loses motivation uh, for brand managers and uh, so on because, as I mentioned, like they are uh, great professionals who know what they are doing, and uh, I'm there for them. And whenever they need me, uh, we, we discuss stuff and uh, we go through go as deep uh, into a project as they want. But yeah, how do you view uh, data? Uh, so uh, with data, I actually had uh, uh, had. The, interesting experience of just doing a data program with uh, with like top management uh, of Bank of Georgia uh, data program uh, on machine learning and AI to like, understand better everything that we are doing in terms of uh, being a data-driven organization. So um, like it was a three or four month program and um, to be honest, uh, before before the program, uh, I was like thinking about data only in terms of like um, everyone else does, right? You know, who had a uh, uh, like couple of articles uh, read on it and has like uh, some interest in it. But as extensive, uh, like I went into like understanding uh, the future possibilities in terms of data the more like I understood my personal behavior. So I actually, well, while completely understanding uh, that um, and being comfortable with me handling my data, I, for getting more personalized experience, I am, I'm ready to give up some of my data to, you know, like get more and more personalized uh, service. However, uh, yeah, overall, I, I think that it always should come, should come down uh, uh, to a customer. And uh, with that decision, everybody should proceed with uh, the service they, they want to receive. Yeah. So do you have any favorite campaigns that you've run over the last uh, year or so? Uh, last year or so. So um, 
you know, I, I think last year was particularly hard for for pretty much everyone to to differentiate uh, themselves and adapt their brand strategy uh, to something that would be unique. Uh, I think some of uh, some of the brands did it. For example, Burger King, as always, uh, that uh, they asked uh, their fans to eat in different in other uh, restaurant chains as well in like, to support them. Uh, however, yeah, I think uh, this year was not particularly particularly like in te- in terms of like having really 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 new fresh campaigns. Even though, as I said, like there are some brands that obviously did their best. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, you know, I'd, I'd agree. I mean, I think that there's just a lot of people that were kind of in the same boat. We're just trying to make the the best of it and trying to just be helpful and, and, and help yeah. people in, in kind of different ways. Have you actually seen the edit of uh, like uh, 10 or 15 brand advertisements from like different brands that uh, was pretty much uh, like same in terms of messaging. And it was like, uh, yeah, that, that was like, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I think we did something same here. So I think that everybody, like it started from one brand and it actually included like 10 brands or something. So everybody was using those, you know, power words like together and uh, like, we'll, we're going to overcome this, et cetera. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it, it uh, 2021 <laughs> will will be a much better year in terms of even with the uh, with the marketing budget cuts and so on it will be differentiated year for the uh, for the brand communication and campaigns. Yeah, so what's what's next for for Bank of Georgia? What do you have uh, up your sleeve for next year? Uh, so, uh, actually we will, uh, double down probably on our digitalization, uh, cause, um, we've been, uh, really, really, really successful, uh, in that, uh, and the, that success came from obviously from what customers need and want. And, uh, even though like beforehand we, uh, we were pretty strong in terms of, uh, our digital channel usage, uh, I think that uh, we reached absolutely new heights in that uh, with obviously help from our customers because it, because it was so relevant. So I, I think that um, our digital channels and products will take up uh, much of our time in 2021. Uh, I think that um, even though we will optimize our brand budget, uh, brand advertisement budget, I think we uh, will still be try to be, and hopefully, who will succeed in that, be relevant uh, with like inspiring campaigns. Uh, you know, our motto in in English translates as "Don't stop." I think we've backed up that motto with actions this year as well. Like we actually brought five hundred startups, uh, one of the biggest accelerators in the world, to Georgia. And with like uh, 500's uh, help, I think we leveled up the Georgian startup scene, uh, as well as like many other different uh, things during the lockdown in terms of like helping businesses, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that even though we are all hopeful about 2021, like probably first half 
of 2021 will uh, still be something uh, uncertain, uh, something, uh, and uh, it will still be where we will get to know our customer behaviors uh, and how it's changed post-pandemic. So I think uh, we'll, we'll be carefully listening to our customers and understanding where we can bring them more value and how can we be more relevant to them. So tell me about, uh, about eSports. Do you have any lessons for, uh, for us of uh, going from trying to make an eSports team to, uh, to marketing? Yeah, esports, you know, like it was 15 years ago when I think now and like 15 years ago, it was like when I was 15, the, the scene was completely different, completely different. And uh, that has been, uh, we just held the championship for our, like for our students uh, segment a couple of months ago, the online event. And uh, I, I just got to know what's happening and How's everything going in esports? And I was like really surprised because all the huge brands uh, obviously are in esports, and I, in a way, knew that, but I didn't know uh, the scale of prize uh, money and so on that is involved in uh, in esports. But what I can say is that like esports really helped me, uh, even though I, I played what water polo as well and so on. But esports really helped me to understand the team better you know again to be more of a team player and i think uh, playing and being in a team early on really helps uh, in terms of being a good team player at work but i think i I'd urge all the marketers to look into esports and uh, their brand may have a place there i think the view, viewer accounts and the eyes that are looking at esports, plus in the time that we are all at home, uh, has been tremendously growing. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable to watch. Uh, you know, watch the rise of esports over the last you know decade and a half. It's it's been it's been stunning. I mean, you know, it's uh, do you see some uh, some Bank of Georgia sponsorships in the in the future for some esports teams? Uh, you know, I I don't think that uh, we will sponsor a team. Uh, we uh, actually the well the, the strategy of ours is to to help uh, national uh, teams. Uh, for example, we are uh, we are sponsors of our uh, national Olympic team. Uh, and uh, in terms of like esports, uh, we uh, the last team that won. World, quali- world, world qualifiers from Georgia were sponsored by Bank of Georgia as a national team. So uh, we always uh, try to find, you know, like micro communities where uh, like people are doing some passionate stuff uh, and they are like really interested what they are doing and they really need expertise or uh, like some other kind of uh, help that we may provide from Bank of Georgia. So we always like try to partner up with, uh, with such communities. And one of those communities for us, apart from my you know, nostalgic passion and uh, understanding of esports is now probably esports as well. So yeah, that's super cool. That's a, I, I didn't know about the, uh, about sponsoring the Olympic team and things like that. That's uh that makes a ton of sense. Um, yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, and it's uh, and plus on the Olympics, like uh, Georgia has been really, really, really successful. Even from from the country, as I mentioned, of three point five million, like to get three uh, and five, like and seven medals uh, from uh, the Olympics is something that uh, we as a country are like, really happy about, and uh, like we are really happy as. Uh, individuals uh, as well as uh, as a brand to be uh, part of it like to to be partners uh, with our like national teams in different different uh, sports okay let's get into our lightning round these questions are fast and easy just like marketing with salesforce you can go to salesforce.com slash marketing to learn more about marketing on the world's number one crm that is salesforce put your customer at the center of every interaction Go to salesforce.com slash marketing to learn more. Salesforce.com slash marketing. Lightning round questions. Levin, are you ready? Uh, I am. Let's go. Number one, do you have a favorite book or podcast that you've been reading or listening to recently? Uh, so favorite book uh, would be Radical Candor. Uh, and um, favorite podcast uh, would be Acquired. Oh yeah, both good apart ones. From, ap- apart from apart from obviously marketing trends. Yeah. Oh, of course. You're such <laughs> a startup guy. Those are great, great answers. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks. Uh, what about a TV show that you've been binging? Uh, the last one, uh, obviously, was uh, Queen's Gambit. Sure. Yeah. So good. What about you? Uh, great question. So I just, um, what did I recently do? I just rewatched, uh, Witcher season one. Cause that show, oh, yeah. is, that show is great. Um, yeah, it is. so I just, you know, it's like winter and you know, it's like a good winter show. What else have I been watching? Oh, Mandalorian is amazing. And, uh, and his dark materials. It is. And, and probably it will go in as a classic, right? Yeah. What's your best advice for a first-time CMO? Whoa. <laughs> uh, for a uh, first-time CMO, I would say um, like, listen uh, and don't uh, forget to follow your heart and why you are there and why you are doing what you're doing and what you believe in. That, that would be like may, maybe I'm like, speaking to uh, a year and a half ago myself, but yeah, I, w- I would say that that is something that um, would be my couple of words for first time C- CMOs. If you weren't in marketing, what do you think you'd be doing? Great question. Uh, actually, I think that uh, I would uh, play guitar. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. In a band or solo? No, no, no obviously in a band. <laughs> so solo so solo would be would be in a way boring, you know, of me. Not not that. <laughs> What's one question that you never get asked that you wish you were asked more often? Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, that question would be what is where, where marketing starts and where it ends. And I think that you actually asked me that in terms of why we are doing AR. So I think that's my first, and thank you for that question. <laughs> Look at us, huh? All right. <laughs> I like it. Eleven, that's, that's it. That's all we got for today. Any, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, anything uh, to plug? Actually, I'm 
thank you so much for for doing this and uh, happy to have been here and uh, happy to uh, have uh, talked to you yeah thanks for coming on the show appreciate it uh you are definitely our our marketing expert in georgia for sure uh so if there's if uh if there's anything in the meantime uh just let us know sure take care thank you Marketing Trends Podcast is brought to you by Salesforce. Discover marketing built on the world's number one CRM, Salesforce. Put your customer at the center of every interaction. Automate engagement with each customer and build your marketing strategy around the entire customer journey. Salesforce, we bring marketing and engagement together. Learn more at salesforce.com marketing. You have eight seconds to make a connection or risk a click away onto the next topic. The difference lies in your ability to deliver relevant experiences to your audience across devices and across channels. But delivering on a really great experience is impossible without the right people and the right technology. You've got the right people, but your technology choices will make or break someone's experience with your brand. At the center of gravity of your digital experience, Brightspot Content Management System can deliver relevant content, personalized experiences, and cross-channel synergies to create unforgettable brand experiences. So you can be a bright spot in someone's day. Head over to brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends to find out right now. From global crisis to hunger relief efforts, the messages you deliver save lives, inform important decision-making, and help keep communities safe and sound. The speed and scale of your content needs to be delivered faster and on a much larger scale. Brightspot Content Management System has supported some of the world's largest brands to communicate on a global scale. From Johnson & Johnson sharing critical information with their customers to helping Whole Foods tell their brand story to a global audience. Brightspot is designed to handle rapid iteration and personalized messages to those you care about most. Learn more at brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends.